Hey everyone, and welcome to Off the Beaten Clef. Uh, this week we are doing just a little mini episode to kind of commemorate. Uh, we're going to review uh, 2022 and give our previews for 2023. Yes, sir. So let's get into it. Here we are. What's up, Kev? Not much, man. Uh, you and I have already been talking for like 20 minutes off the mic, so yep. <laughs> I feel like we wasted a lot of good material, but <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I started in my uh, new job today, so I'm dog-ass tired. Um, I'm only going to be more tired uh, until I get used to this new sleep schedule, because you know, not having anything to do and really not having the money to do anything for you know almost a month uh really ruined my sleep schedule more than anything (laughs) like i was staying up to like four in the morning sleeping until like noon like shit i haven't done since high school like yeah i just didn't it's hard to break that once you get in it too well yeah it's like i don't have anything to do so i didn't care it's like i don't what's the point like i have nothing to do for the foreseeable future it's such a strange feeling so yeah i need to get back into a good sleep schedule um i mean Honestly, I was getting some of the best sleep I've had in years, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, I was sleeping soundly through the night. I had no worries. Uh, But, yeah, then, of course, the the day before I I start a new job, I can't sleep. And I toss and turn and back back to sleeping like shit. So, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, that's awesome, though. No longer unemployed. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) That that lasted way longer. I, I feel like the listeners, yeah. uh, you know, they were kept in the loop at least. Yeah, I mean, I'm what am I gonna? I'm not fucking ashamed of it. It wasn't my fault. So yeah. it's like it, it's not like I was like I got caught doing a fucking line of cloak on, in the bathroom. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> they couldn't afford they couldn't afford to pay me anymore. They're like, oh shit, we paid this guy way too much money. <laughs> we got to get rid of him. <laughs> So it's like, it's not my fault. I, you know, of course I'm going to sign a contract for that amount of money, but um, yeah, it's, it is what it is. It happens. I think, you know, I found out some shit about myself that we already talked about that uh, I need to change. So it was, it was good. Yeah. This is definitely the time of reflection. You know, we, I think we all get a little introspective and I think it was really fun to get to hang out with Louie and Ben last week and do the, uh, the, top five songs it's something we do we've been doing three years in a row now and we added louis last year and you know we had some blunders with sound because i wasn't listening to the sound i was just looking at the waveforms so um (laughs) we had some blunders so if you hear ben breathing and stuff like that it is what it is but it wasn't that it wasn't as bad as i first heard it i listened to it and i was like oh no but I did some things. It's not like I'm like some technical wizard, but I'm really happy with how it turned out. And uh, I had a lot of laughs that night. Yeah, it was fun. Like it was just, I think it was funny in the moment, like watching how old all of us are. Cause we, by the end of like at the two hour mark, we were just all so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> we were all hot cause we didn't want to open the window. Cause my parking lot gets loud sometimes and fucking Louie's back was dead. My back was dead. Um, 
Ben, I think, was the only one that was truly comfortable. He, he could have done another two and a half hours. Yeah. I mean, we did. We hung out for a little bit after that, too. So, um, yeah, it was a fun night. It was it's like the first time I've actually had people over at my apartment in like in Moss. And uh, yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was, Ben comes over all the time, but he's basically here for a bed when we're going out and doing other stuff. So yeah, it was fun. It was it was fun to host for, for once. So, yeah, that's awesome. I it was definitely much needed it felt like our uh the off the beaten cleft like christmas party or something you know yeah yeah it was fun it was fun i, I really enjoyed it uh, that being said there is something comfy about just you and me staring at each other on a uh-huh. laptop screen. <laughs> yeah it's it, it's almost like uh after you spend like the weekend with a bunch of people and you go home and you're like thank god solitude yep. and we got solitude yep. in each other um that's right so i just wanted to kind of do a little episode kind of like we did last year, maybe a little bit more orchestrated, but kind of uh, recapping this year and then uh, kind of talking about what our plans and lofty goals are for next year. Um, if you remember or if you want to scroll back on Spotify, uh, we started with Beatlemania January, which I think set the tone. You know, we did something mm-hmm. um, that was really fun. We covered a bunch of stuff. Like we did two movies. We did four albums, I want to say. Um, yeah. It was a lot, and I felt like it was our version of like making a documentary, like a very amateur. Uh, just I dove all in, and you knew a lot of the stuff, but it was just fun to start the year that way, especially for a band that I mostly knew the hits, and that was it. So, um, mm-hmm. I don't know what what did you think about Beatlemania? I mean, I loved it. I mean, I, I during that month, it was, um, it was good for me because I hadn't seen Yellow Submarine forever. It was a childhood favorite of mine. I watched it at least once a week. And I love Help. Help is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's just so fucking goofy and weird. And I love the Beatles. So to be able to share that with somebody who wasn't necessarily a fan before, and I think it's fair to say that you are a fan now after having you know done your deep dives. And I think you always kind of knew on the periphery, like – what they had and what you know at least the overarching effect but once you dive deeper down into the Beatles story it's so much more interesting than I think a lot of people give it credit for Uh, especially like in our age group and younger uh, it's just there's just a strange whirlwind nine years that kind of changed the course of musical history you know yeah and now we're obsessed with like collecting memorabilia like I bought us (laughs) all like the 1990s uh, yellow submarine toys me, you, mm-hmm. Ben, and Louie all have our own uh, yeah. set. Um, I think I sent... It's our best... Go ahead. Go ahead. I think I sent Louie something for... I don't even remember what the occasion was, but I sent him the Yellow Submarine uh, lunchbox. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've just collected a lot of stuff this year, and I think, yeah, it, it's fun. I think I have fond memories of Beatles now because of that month, because... It's January. What else are we going to do besides like truly deep dive on a a band that I definitely underappreciated? I was always in the kind of the the vocal minority of like, yeah, I've heard their songs. They're overrated. And I just yeah. like I. I ate crows so quickly in that. Moment. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing that came out of it was just a deep and, a, and overarching love for Ringo. Yeah, because he's been, he's been my one of my he's been my favorite Beatle for a long time. I mean, I grew up loving Paul because you know he's the front man, the pretty boy. Uh, you know, I went through a John phase. I went through um, 
Jesus Christ. Went through a George phase. And now that I'm adult, I really appreciate Ringo for everything that he is uh, and was. So, yeah, Ringo's the best. Ringo's the fucking coolest, man. Um, he really is. So, yeah, that, that was my favorite thing that came out of that month was just we all kind of agreed that Ringo's the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we, I, I think um, moving into, like, Feminist February and Metal March and all those themed months we did, I think we're so, I don't know, like, we don't talk about female artists as much as we should. So to dedicate a month to them to make us, like, focus on that was, was really cool. And I'm, I hope we get to do it again next year. Yeah, I mean, what's stopping us? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> me, <laughs> yeah, me coming up with a grand new idea. Hey, I got a, I got, oh, a, hey. I got a new alliteration with the letter F. So, are you ready? Um, fuck, fuck boy February. Fuck boy February. It's not that far fetched. We could do fuck girl February. It wouldn't be that yeah. hard. Um, yeah, and that that metal March, which we did new metal March in 2020. So to do mm-hmm. metal and kind of get to go through the decades, that was another kind of deep dive that I'm really appreciative for because we got to have guests on that a bunch. Uh, I think well, we have Ben Louie and Tommy. And Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Yeah. So yeah, three out of the four weeks in a month for guests is pretty rare for us. I mean, we, we have guests a lot, but never like consecutively like that. So it was a lot of fun that month. And then the next month, we just went for three interviews. <laughs> yeah. Three out of four interviews. Yeah, we kind of threw all the shit at the wall this this year and uh, just kind of see what stuck. And those interviews were a lot of fun, too, even though I came out looking like a fool in a couple of them. <laughs> but it's fine. I mean, I, yeah. I really enjoyed I really enjoyed just having genuine conversations with people's music that I love. So. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, don't I, the only thing we really did different throughout the summer was doing like summer essential albums because you mm-hmm. know we still had some of our our like staple playlists that we'll probably do every year um but it was really fun to get to do some albums especially over the summer because I felt like that was something we'd been missing and yeah some some of those albums are still hitters like the Torp album is still a great summer mm-hmm. album I still have circled back to the Menzingers album Cause it's yep. kind of like a late summer, early fall album for me. And obviously Gami gang has been on my mind for, for the entire year. Yeah. I mean, it's some real surprises for me this year. Uh, you know, specifically Gami gang. I, you were, you had been teasing origami angel for months. You're like, we're going to do one. We're going to do one. And you never did. And then we finally did. Uh, it was their first album, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I ended up loving it. I, I, I like pretty much every single second of it and just the cleverness of it. And it's cool to, when you f- like something that one of your friends is also like super jazzed about, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always, it's always a lot of fun. So yeah, I, I, I love our playlist season, uh, the summer season going into fall. Uh, we, we inadvertently kind of copied part of my takes formula with Mount Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it just makes sense. It's like, you know, summer's a bit more freewheeling. You know, there's uh, there's a lot of good music that comes out in summer. So people don't uh, always and- have the time to like, I feel like playlist episodes are easier to listen to. Like mm-hmm. album episodes are so like dense and like a lot of work for us. You know, it's just overall it's it's a lot more. So doing like 
a little below the shoulder stuff is is a lot better. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like we, I loved the way we mixed up the theme months, the album reviews, the playlist episodes, and even you know when we took our little break and did our came back with our gore deep dive. I love doing those kind of deep dives, and I think that's something we can keep exploring, especially how we're starting in January. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to talk about January? Yeah, we'll get to it here in a minute. I, okay, I want to finish sure. 2022 before we get there. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, oh, yeah, no, Guar, 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 what was it? Uh, uh, Scumdog September. Uh-huh. One of my, again, it was very similar to uh, the Beatles January where it was something I was very familiar with. You were kind of familiar with, but not really. And I got to watch your love for a band grow over the course of four weeks. And it made me so happy. <laughs> it still makes me happy to this day. And then you, you know, you said uh, you posted something like a pic and it's like, they don't know I worked out to lust in space today. <laughs> and I was like, fuck yes, dude. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's fucking, it, it just warms my heart, warms the cockles of my heart. And, yeah. Uh, I knew you, I knew you would like Guar because they are the kind of punk, like hard punk that you like. Uh, it was just getting over the the weirdness of them. And that's what that's the barrier to entry for everyone. And I think that's why their fan base is so cool because they know what's there. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they and you know, the weirdness becomes part of the, what you love eventually. So, yeah, it was cool. It was fun for me, for sure. Yeah, I loved it. Like just and I think that's why I'm so excited for what we caught coming in January is you got to show me some two like really important things. And like when I was jazzed up about it, I think it got you more jazzed up. And like, I, I've still been listening to Gore probably as much, if not more since, uh, you know, Scumdog September ended. And I'll, at the beginning, or like at the very end, maybe week three or four, I was like, holy shit, like, is this month almost over? This is so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah. If we can just keep finding ways to mix it up, and I know we will, um, I think that's the best course of course of action for us. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's a it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's it's always fun to do things that aren't necessarily music. Like, like I really loved the Thanksgiving draft, even though that was like kind of a mixed breed of of this and another show that we do. But then off the beaten reel, I think are two things that we can kind of explore when we do need a break or we need to take some time off. Um, yeah. So I don't know. What do you What do you think? I fucking love Off the Beaten Reel. That might be a highlight of the year for me. Uh, just because I, I love shitty movies, and I like I like that format a lot. I think it's easier to talk about movies than it is music mm-hmm. because it's a, it's a visual medium. You can talk about what you see, and music you have to talk about what you feel. You know what I mean? So it's harder to get across. So I, I, for me, I don't want to do it all the time. Like I don't want to do a movie podcast. I think I would enjoy doing it. I, I, but I, for me, music is my true passion. And honestly, movies are a pretty bad storytelling medium, as far as I'm concerned. It's, I, I mean, I love movies, but you know, it's the worst way to tell a good story. Yeah. <laughs> if you really want to tell a great story, I think we we talked about that on uh, Dollar Beer Night, and we all kind of agreed, except for maybe Zach that movies aren't the best way to tell a, a, a really good fleshed out story. So that, that to me, it just, to me, movies are, are cheap and they're fun and they're fun to talk about and it's fun to laugh at shitty ones. Yeah. So, yeah. I love off the beaten real. It'll be something maybe we'll circle back to like 
for one of the summer months just to, you know, make sure we get a break. It's not that we hate doing it, but we also, I don't know, list, knowing that they were off the beaten reel is going to get posted and we were just going to like be living our lives was kind of a cool feeling. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I mean, well, we were ahead. We were way ahead at that point. We uh-huh. had like a full month ahead almost like two, three weeks ahead. Oh, inevitably we always get lazy and <laughs> let that two weeks catch back up but uh-huh. uh it was good to have a break and it was good to have such fun different things you know yeah because i like i said i love music but there are times where i'm like fuck i don't want to listen to music right now mm-hmm. <laughs> just don't uh it's it's um i don't know it's weird it's weird and we, we you and i have talked about this too where uh, I, I prefer to like in my free time, I don't listen to a whole lot of music. Like if I'm not driving, like if I'm at home, I don't normally just turn on music. Uh, I'll do it every now and again when I'm just like, fuck, I don't really want to do anything. I just want to relax and listen to some music, but it's not something that I just do all the time. Whereas you, you're playing music constantly. Ben's the same way. Ben plays music all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get burnt out on it every now and again. And I'm sure you do too. Yeah. Um, Usually my like go to if I'm like I don't want to watch TV I don't want to do I don't want to do this I don't want to listen to a podcast I want to like listen to music I'll search out something I haven't listened to in a really long time and see how I feel about it and I, that's one of the beauties of Spotify is that you can scroll all the way down to I think I have playlists from 2013 2014 just going mm-hmm. down there and seeing like what what was I listening to when I was 21 22 you know yeah. um but I agree, like, it is kind of good to not always just think about music in the sense of the podcast and, like, being able to take a month off and just listen to music because you want to and not because we're doing this. So it it was like a mental reset that I think uh, we'll, we probably have to circle back to next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, it's it's good. it's good to take a break from anything that you love. I mm-hmm. think that's if you let one thing define you, I've talked about it a bunch. It's like, that's the most cringe. It's the cringiest shit in the world. Like, yeah, I love music, but it's not like I talk about it all the fucking time. Like, yeah. I love a lot of other shit too. It's like, so I get my music fixed with the podcast and that's enough for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's enough. I don't normally talk about music with my friends at all. Like when we're out, we don't talk about music. Like when you and I go out, like we yeah. don't really talk about music all that much. So, um, it's i i can i have a pat I, I have a this allows me to get that aspect out of my life in a healthy way oh <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh, yeah the, i tell zoe all the time like this is my expression so that i don't annoy everyone else in my life with music <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> um, so we have had a lot of fun throughout the year like we've already talked about but i want to know what was your favorite episode from this year if you had to pick one um hmm Favorite episode, probably, I mean, last week's episode was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with all of us four being in the, I like it. I've always said, I like when there's guests. Yeah. And I, I think probably the Eddie Monson playlist. If I had to pick one episode that was the most fun to like put together yeah. from start to finish. That was the most fun building the playlist, getting Tommy like fucking amped about it. Uh, hearing Tommy's story at the end of that episode. And, you know, I think it was it was a zeitgeist moment for us. Everybody was on the 
we were topical for once, which is rare for us. And <laughs> yeah. uh, it felt really good. Like that was a fun episode from, like I said, from start to finish. And it, it is, and it isn't always like that for me. It's like, fuck, I don't really want to listen to a full album and take notes on it four, four, five, six, seven times this week. With that one, I was like, yes, this playlist is great. This is, I'm, I'm in love with the show. I'm in love with this character. I'm in love with the music that we think he would listen to. And I was in love with Tommy's energy for it. Uh, I was in love with our energy for it. I was in love with the Discord's energy for it. And it was just a lot of fun front to back. For sure. I, yeah, if I could pick that one, I don't want to copy you. I 100% agree. Like, just that was the stars aligning for our show. And I think mm-hmm. if if we had another sh- character in a show that we were all watching and it happened again, that would be just as fun. But I think... um being able to do that in the moment was so cool. And especially like Tommy coming to us so energetic about it. And the, the, the passion was just contagious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how Tommy operates, man. He gets something in his noggin. And if you're willing to take the ride with him, it's always fun. So. I'm, I'm really excited to bring him what we're doing in January and see if he wants to hop in on an episode. I'm sure. I'm sure he will. he, He's he's so he's so fucking adorable, man. Because like, whenever he comes on, he's always like, "This song is for you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, you put so much thought into this. Thank you. It's like when and a yeah, dog not... a dog brings you like a toy, and you're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. thank you." <laughs> you're yeah, good, you're a good a boy. Lab- he's a Labrador in human form. For he's sure. he's a good boy for sure. Yeah, he is. Um, if I had to pick a favorite episode, I would say the Bolos and Marlboros playlist. Mm-hmm specifically because of all the audio audio submissions we got in and just like that had we had no skin in the game we were just i felt like that was maybe one of our more looser episodes we just really just had a good time and i think if we were to do that again i think it would be just as fun just to get more people involved and you know that that was one where i felt like another one where it was the stars aligned and we had a lot of good feedback and it felt like you know maybe it was because it was spring early summer and it was just like fuck yeah dude like we're on to something here you know yeah um, yeah and it, it forces both to kind of look at a genre that we both kind of ignore most of the time so and find find somewhere in that genre that we could relate to because i'm a firm believer that every genre has somewhere in it that you can relate to i, I firmly believe that even if you think you hate a genre there's something there for everybody. Somebody's doing something that you like. I promise you that that is probably our mission statement. Is like, do, do you really hate it? <laughs> like, if we're passing <laughs> yeah, out yeah. if we're passing out pamphlets for Off the Beaten Clef, like, do you hate this or have you not listened to enough of it? Listen to Off the Beaten Clef. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We'll 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 set you straight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honor, honor, honorable mention for sure is the hundredth episode. That was a ton of fun. Oh my god, just getting just listen listening back to it uh and like just getting everybody's submissions and we laughed a lot that day that was a good day we we did we did it was a lot of fun because it was just us talking and it wasn't us doing a review we didn't have to take a subject matter too seriously and it was just it was it was fun to feel the love from our friends Mm -hmm. and fans so that that and um yeah, I, I love the Metallica episode too for the very same reason because it was like it was a it was a, it was a short episode. Oh, well, it wasn't a short episode. It was a, it was eight songs, but again, it was the 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 core four, and 
whenever four of us get on mic together, it's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Those are, yeah, those are good ones. What else? I don't know. I think the one where uh, Zoe came and defended herself for uh, the trash playlist was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was on two this year. She Dang. was. Dang. Uh, she's really excited for Feminist February. Yeah, good. Good. Uh, it's always fun when, when Zoe's on because she always like puts this big act on. Like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And she like crosses her legs and arms and talks into the mic. And by the end of it, she's super into it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, she's always got interesting uh, viewpoints as well. Cause she, she just looks at music, I think, a lot differently than you and I do. So, yeah. And a lot of like, and Ben and Louie too. Like, she just has a different take on what music means to her. And it's always fun to have her on. Yeah. She is. Her whole life is a guilty pleasures playlist. She, <laughs> yeah. we, we were working out today and she was listening to uh, Afro Man. She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She just like looked at me and she's like, because I got high. And I was like, what? You're listening? <laughs> You're squatting and listening to Afro Man? <laughs> I. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh. But um, yeah, 2022, I had so much fun this year. This podcast has been a huge uh, delight as always, but I just feel like we're continually or we're continuing the, the thing that we've always done as a podcast, which I really enjoy is like, whatever we want to do, we do it. And we don't try to like fit our podcast. Like, no, we're, we're a music review podcast. We can't do this. Like if we want to fucking review movies for a month and take the month off, we're going to do it. And yeah. um, wherever the show takes us, I think that's it. It keeps the creative juices flowing. If we were still reviewing albums, I think you and I would get bored and check out, especially me. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's uh, a lot of podcasts suffer that fate. It's it's like, oh, hey, we we both love this one very very specific thing. And then you talk about it so much that you're like, I don't know. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. I kind of miss just enjoying it. Yeah. So I like the fact that we both kind of start to burn out around the same time. Or if we don't, like, we're pretty well in tune with each other where it's like, hey, let's do something else. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like this unspoken thing between you and I. It's like, hey, let's let's switch it up. And I, I like that. I mean, it's 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 more interesting for us. It's I think it's more interesting for the listener. And, uh, you know, it's we say it all the time, like, we don't, we're not doing this because like we're driven to like big, get big. It's, it really is just fun for you. At least it is for me. It's just fun for me to come in here and talk to you. It's a, yeah, it's a creative outlet. It, it, it it scratches an itch that I don't get in my everyday life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I love to talk and (laughs) (laughs) this gives, this gives me a platform to do it without being interrupted or being told like, Hey, shut the fuck up. So uh, it's perfect for me and I'm, I'm too lazy to write anymore. So it's perfect. I could just come on here and spew some dumb shit and, uh, do it all again the next week. That's right. Um, let's talk about what we're doing next year. We've been beating around the bush. We're 27 minutes in. We might as well just say it. Um, I think we've already said it actually. So it's not that like momentous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're kicking off January with jaded January. Um, mm-hmm. and I think the way we initially talked about it was doing like four essential emo albums um, but I think what we have decided on, and I don't know if we've cued listeners in on this is we're going to do some mix style mix mixtape style episodes, um, that are going to talk about like the waves of emo. So, uh, the f- first week next week is going to be 
80s and 90s and kind of the origins and we're going to do 10 songs from uh wave one and two and then after that we'll do wave three four and five so we'll get all the way up to current with emo and i think it'll give us a chance to talk about 10 artists from each wave like uh, wave one and two are going to kind of be jumbled together because the first wave didn't last very long there's not a whole ton of artists um, so I'm just really excited. It's another nuance of how we do episodes. And I think, um, I don't know. What, what are you thinking going into it? I'm excited. Like, I, this, I think this is originally my idea. It's like, cause I, I forget what, what spurned it on. I don't remember, but I was like, you know what? I think I need to give emo music another shot and I want you to be my Sherpa and my guide through this. Because this is this is your stuff. This is your shit, and I uh, I'm excited to dive into something I'm not entirely comfortable with. Um, but I, I I'm excited because I think I'm gonna like it. I think I I don't want to build my expectations up too high. I still want to stay honest. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But I I'm excited because I think we've talked about it before on the show. I think my musical acumen has grown quite a bit and how to enjoy music properly. And not, you know, get so stuck in my own preconceptions of what quote unquote good music is. So I'm uh, I'm really excited. And this was an era of music that I really just wholly skipped over. I don't I, I mean, if you're in metal, then you hate emo. And I think yeah. most people that were emo, especially in the early days, fucking hated the word emo. My chemical romance yeah. still will not acknowledge being emo. Um it is I think it kind of spurred from like the gore stuff. Like you were like, yeah. I feel so cathartic, like being able to show you this and like you like it. So I think I'm ready for you to show me some, like show me like a deep dive basically. Yeah. Um, so it'd be cool to kind of return that favor. Um, and I don't know, it'd be cool for me to like kind of chronologically figure it all out because I know my late nineties all the way to current, but I don't know where it started. I don't know all the intricacies and like how emo became even a subgenre. So I'm really excited to just kind of figure it all out. And I've been getting, um, I've been employing some help from my buddy Chaz, um, who is big into emo music as well. Um, I've mentioned him a lot recently, but, um, he's kind of been my sounding board, especially for the first and second wave. Um, just to kind of figure out which ones are essential, you know, mm-hmm. especially in the late nineties, it starts getting really uh, saturated and the lines are blurred and emo is not something you can like necessarily even put your finger on it. Some people will say that's not emo. That's emo. Like I was even thinking the other day, blink 182's I miss you is like this staple for emo. And that's mm-hmm. not an emo band. That's just an emo song. And yeah, it's kind of bizarre that like songs can be emo, but not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. I mean, th- th- I think that's, that goes for all genres. Everything you just said can be applied to, to metal as well. It's like, there's so many different sub genres of metal. It's like, well, it's not really this, it's this, it's, well, it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's, it is what it is. Um, but the same thing applies to like, you know, there are a ton of bands that do things outside of genre all the time. And a lot of times they're the songs we like the most because it's what we were, they, they stand out so much 
not necessarily sometimes they can be a sore thumb but sometimes they can be like this beautiful mountain in the middle of a a flat plane of what this band has been doing and i think that's that's something interesting to explore too i mean we we've we've said it a couple of times like is this the first emo band we i mean you said it about jeff buckley on our first episode <laughs> yeah. i guess he's he, he the first emo guy and uh i don't know i i you could definitely classify him as emo if you wanted to you could make an argument for it because i mean it's uh that is a heartbreaking album yeah heartbreaking and it's it's kind of in that style too so you know you can make the case for just about anything yeah well we're gonna have a whole month to talk about it and i'm really excited too um but we're we're starting with the first wave of 80s and 90s and uh we'll kind of cut it off at 1999 and i'll have the playlist i guess you guys can hear it next week it you can wait but uh kev i'll have it ready for you here soon um, oh yeah, but yeah, we've already kind of talked about this. Like, do we want to do Feminist February and Metal March again? Uh, who knows? I, I'm we're kind of just gonna leave that open for now. I, I'm gonna say yes to Feminist February tentatively. Yeah, hundred percent. I I think we should. That should be a staple. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm. You and I are both in love with female vocalists, so to take that away from both of us would be stupid. <laughs> it would, it would be it the biggest regret like- of our lives. Just dumb self-flagellation for yeah. no reason. Just just on what print? No, not even on a principle. Just that. Uh, I don't want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think uh, guest episodes are always essential too. Like we I, mm-hmm. we've talked about it in different ways, but it's I feel like it's our rut buster. It kind of gets us out of our comfort zone. Maybe people are showing us albums. Like I think we did a whole month where all our friends showed us albums. Yeah, um, that was a fun month too. I totally forgot about it. So just now, like that, <laughs> yeah. that's something I think we can continue to do as well. You know, if someone's like, Hey, I'm in love with this album, like Mason did over the summer. And we're like, yeah. all right, it's an episode. Let's do it this week. And, um, I think it's kind of a continuation of just like keeping, keeping it light on our toes and not planning our lives out too far. Um, yeah. Special shout out to Mason too. Cause he would always come on a pretty short notice. He's always kind of d- always down to come on, which, is is very makes things very easy for us because you're like hey well you want to do an episode he's like yeah fuck yeah and i'm like all right dope this is gonna be a, a lot more fun of a week than i thought it was gonna be so yeah good shout out special shout out to, to mason miller and his uh his easygoing attitude yeah what do you call three episodes this year yeah yeah it's all that tame impala he listens to yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so let's talk about big plans for 2023. Like what, what do you, do you have anything in mind that you specifically want to do for the year? Um, I can give you an example for me. Like I thought it'd be really fun to do a, an interview or two again, maybe have a couple conversations. Um, maybe not try to do a full month like we did before. I think that was overkill, but I think if we can, you know, find some cool people to come on and talk to, I think that would be another great little wrinkle. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's kind of the same. Like I think having guests on is always, a lot. it's more fun for you and I, not to say that regular weeks aren't fun. Like I said, at the beginning of the episode, there's a, there's a special comfort to where it's just you and me. Um, but I think there's, it's just fun having that little extra wrinkle. And when it's somebody that I think I've talked about this before too, like, I don't necessarily, if we have artists on, I don't necessarily want to do an interview. Yeah. You know, well, Hey, Hey, what are you doing? What's going on in your musical life? And then we can just fucking break some shit down. Yeah, I think it's just it's so much more fun that way to just treat them like normal people and talk about something that they obviously love because they do it for a living. So, yeah, that's uh, why the Cody episode with the holiday was so much fun was 
I'm like, oh, you're a country artist, but you also <laughs> are a little shit stir with music. <laughs> uh, I think it would be fun to have Harbor back on when they release an album because they're yeah. they've released a couple singles. They're talking about a new album for next year. Um, even if we do like a, a track by track uh, breakdown with them or discuss their new album, or even if we just figure out an album they want to do with us or a playlist or you know something with harbor because i love those guys and i'm having so much fun watching them on instagram just live out the dream they've been waiting for for such a long time yeah it's fucking awesome man like they're just super cool dudes and i'm happy for super cool dudes to succeed and it makes me happy because that you know if you feel like they really deserve it yeah and you know as opposed to like the Fred Durst's of the world, who's a shitbag, mm-hmm. and he got, he got to be one of the most popular guys in the world for like five years. So it's 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 always nice when uh, when somebody you feel deserves it. Gets They're it. selling out shows. I think they the night of tonight or the night we are recording, they sold out in San Francisco, which is crazy. Hell yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I I think I'm just excited to keep the journey going. I'm still having fun, and I think that is a good sign going into our third year of, of podcasting, just continue to do it till it's not fun. And then we'll figure something out, you know, um, it's, we'll start a new podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, We'll graduate from music and get into, you know, porn breakdowns, but, um, that'd be fucking awesome. (laughs) Uh, rank only fans subscriptions. Um, (laughs) I, I just think it's kind of, um, I know we already did it for the 100th episode, but I I like looking back and seeing where we started. It's it's hard for me to even listen to our our first like 10 episodes because mm-hmm. as fun as they were, they were so I don't know, just not with what we do now that it's it's almost hard for me to to listen back, but I'm so appreciative that, you know, we get to do this every week. Yeah. Yeah, I think we I think we were both we both took it a little too seriously to start. I think that was the problem with a lot of it. Um, not to say that we don't take it seriously now, but I think we were just, we just really wanted it to be really good. And I think we don't care as much about that. Anymore. I think we're comfortable enough to know what our show is and our audience yeah. and our reach. And, you know, that's, I'm happy with our lot in life and I'm not trying to like be top 100 podcasts on Spotify. Yeah, I mean, it's impossible. We, we've talked about this. I mean, now that every single NFL player, any every single athlete, every single fucking celebrity has a podcast, not a fucking chance. Every, we, we, every TV show that's ever aired <laughs> is getting a rewatch podcast. I loved yeah. I loved watching Smallville and Boy Meets World. I would, you will not catch me dead listening to that shit. It, no, why, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. If they it's did, they, like, I, 10 episodes where they, like, did, like, a like a, I don't know, like a documentary style, like the one they did for The Office that isn't like The Office with Angela and Pam, like the one that Brian uh, Bumgarner did. That was amazing. Just like hearing how the show started and all that stuff. That is interesting. Rewatches feel like trash TV to me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a desperate attempt to regain relevance. That's how I feel about these fucking T-Mobile commercials with uh, – um, what's his name? The two guys from Scrubs. Oh God! Yeah, their podcast like, is has. Uh, it was fun at first, but holy fuck! Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do it, like I hate the concept of a reunion show. 
because again, nobody gives a fuck. But if you want to do it in a podcast form or like a documentary form, that that I'll pay, I'll watch for sure. But it just feels so masturbatory. It's like, remember how good our we were? Remember how much fun we had? It's like I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, yeah, it makes me not want to watch this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's do songs of the show. I never picked one. <laughs> okay, I've got one. You can okay. look while I while I uh, tell you mine. So Classic. I I uh, had like a thought of like a band's name that I hadn't thought of in a really long time, and it sent me on building this playlist of like it's called the forgotten bands from the 2010s, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of like Warped Tour bands that I saw that I was really excited about. I bought their CDs, put it on my iTunes, and if you know my story about my iTunes account. I don't want to talk about it. I'm still not ready. It's been seven years. I'm still not ready. But the word, a loss for words came up. And I was like, holy shit. I loved this band. What happened to them? And so I looked them up. They broke up a while ago. But they put out a cover on a album called like Motown Classics. They did a cover of I Want You Back. Um, So it's I Want You Back by a loss for words featuring Four Years Strong. And it's groovy, it's fun, and I just remembered that band and I found this song that I hadn't heard and I was like, this is a treat. Um, so us having this week off kind of let me uh, do some more exploring that I wouldn't have normally got to do. So I'm really excited about this song and I can't wait for you to hear it. It's uh, I Want You Back by A Lost For Words featuring Four Years Strong, which is a crazy two bands to be covering a Motown song. Hell yeah, I'm excited to listen to it. Uh, so what I decided to do was just <laughs> just randomly scroll through my library and I'm going to pick a band that I haven't listened to in a very long time and I'm going to pick a song from them and let's go with, let's go with, <laughs> uh, we'll do, I don't know if I've done this song yet, but let's do Testarossa. By Panty Raid. Okay. Great fucking song. It's uh, one of my... I love. I used to love throwing it on at a party because the drop is so fucking disgusting. And yeah, I love Panty Raid. I've talk, we've, we've talked about Panty Raid a little bit on this show. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I think you said they've been the most picked song of the show ever by me. It's, it's gotta be. <laughs> yeah, so they're just, they're just a lot of fun. And I don't know if I've done Testarossa yet. I don't think I have, but let's just, uh, let's go with that. Testarossa by, um, Panty Raid. A lot of fun. Testarossa by Panty Raid. You heard it here. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. We got, oh, Jesus, we made it 43 minutes, Kev. Look at that. Hot dog. It turned water into wine, people. Um, <laughs> so next week, like I mentioned, we are starting our emo journey with Jaded January. Uh, it's going to be a mixtape of 10 di- different artists from the 1980s and 1990s. If you're really excited about that, uh, join our Discord, join our Instagram. Um, I'll be asking a lot of rhetorical questions on Twitter. So if you join our Twitter, join our Instagram, um, hop on there and tell us what you think. Uh, we got a link for our Discord in the show notes. And um, if you are looking for a gift for someone because you realized you accidentally left your nephew out of the uh, Christmas list when you went shopping, uh, go to offthebeatencleft.com and uh, he won't even know the difference. 
even when it shows up in January. Yeah, as I say, can't guarantee that shipping by Christmas, but uh, it'll get there eventually. That's right. Uh, Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.